Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sith Dominion podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dana Martin, and tonight we have a panel of guests. And the panel is so exquisite. This is something you would see at a con. I don't know what kind of con artist would be gathering such people, but we have <laughs> we have David Darzane and we have the actual Zane joining us after a little bit of a hiatus. Thank you all for being here. This is going to be so fun. Uh, so let's catch up a little bit before we get started on Revan, which is why everyone's here. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Let's start with you, Darth Zane, David. What have you been up to? I know last night you had the uh, cantina hat or not. That's tomorrow. MCU Mondays. MCU Monday. And y'all busted out Loki episode one? Loki episode one. Uh, we just finished last Thursday. We finished Ahsoka on the uh, cantina happy hour. We're moving on to uh, Mando season two now since we haven't covered that one yet. I'm thinking i'm kind of kicking around the idea of taking off for december just kind of because you know that's all holidays and all kinds of stuff going on plus i'm I'm just i'm human and i'm tired and i need to true i need my brain to kind of go well i mean there's at least two good holiday special episodes you could you know base two good shows off of you've got that and then i'm doing live lego builds all oh yeah all through all through december we're doing live builds because i'm doing the uh, the advent calendar so that's a daily build every day so how those fingers i'm fine i'm good callus (laughs) you know darth callus Oh my goodness! Thank you, Debbie. What have you been up to besides hanging out with that fool from time to time? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This will make three times this week hanging out with Dave. Lord have mercy! There's nothing me. wrong with that. Merry Christmas! Early. Count yourself blessed. <laughs> Other than that, it's it's just work. As everybody knows, I I'm a hermit. I don't go anywhere. Work, grocery store. Um, occasionally down to my kid's house. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. That's right. <laughs> not 1202. Not <laughs> uh, no Friday. <laughs> Zane, you. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, first of all, I got to throw this out. I will be busy Saturday watching this fool play in the pit for uh, Texas State. Marge. I hope that's coffee or water. It's coffee. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to besides running crazy? You've had gigs. Yeah. Over. I don't even know if you've even stepped into the Overwatch League this year. Oh, what you got man. going on? I mean, other than classes and everything, which is so boring, no one cares about those, <laughs> right? I mean, other than like doing your work, but that's not you, interesting. You playing in the college band? Yes, I'm actually in the marching band. I play wow. What? Say that again. I play drum set. Oh, okay, we my my oh Luke Luke plays in the in the high school band. That's so he's so we get to go to Friday night lights and then Saturday morning competitions, which is wearing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it is. Four years of it. Nah, but other than that, I mean, I have a few gigs lined up. A couple of things I'm not allowed to say about them. Oh, but, I want you to talk now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I love it whenever I can get the notice that uh, you're at 
the little Longhorn Saloon because that means you know I'm making you know dinner or snacks and just put it on you <laughs> or Twitch you know and watch watch my son play some music, um, which is really cool. Uh, that's awesome, Zane. You uh, did someone make a chat? No. So <laughs> the question I guess is for everyone. We are all so busy. And Ahsoka has kind of oh, ended. On a Star Wars note, I know Dave, you mentioned uh, touching on uh, what Mandalorian season two, but kind of what do you do like when those the wind kind of leaves you after like Mandalorian ends? You got this gap in this space. What do you fill it with? Personally, yeah. Well, <laughs> silly question. No. Um, well, I mean, there's always there's always something new coming out with the comic books. Um, if it's if it looks good, then I'll I'll snag it. Like the I got the Bounty Hunter, which was sixteen or twenty issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was great just in and of itself because it was like, okay, we're buying a book every other week or so, kind of like kind of like what we did in the old days when. When uh, we had uh, the death of Superman happening, and you could only—oh my god! You yeah. could only go out and buy one issue a week, and you had to, and it was like it was like watching a TV show. You couldn't yep. just get all of it at once. So that's been—you I, I, fill it with that, uh, yeah. Legos. I watched the movies like over and over and over again. I need to watch Solo. I need—I haven't watched that in a in a few minutes. No, you hush. <laughs> It's the most underrated Star Wars movie. No, it is ever. amazing. Oh, okay. I amazing. thought you were. I thought you were being man, negative, Nancy, what? about the it. The guy who plays Lando, I love him. Oh, he's oh, great, Glover. Yeah, yeah, Donald yeah. uh, Glover. Yeah. So, is there rumor that there's going to be an extension of that in that piece of the universe with uh, Donald Glover? <sighs> Rumors. I, I, I've heard no. that there were in talks, but nothing's confirmed yet that I'm aware of. Um, I I heard that uh, Billy D was also going to be a part of it, which would have been, you know, it, almost like a here's what's happening now, and then we're going to flash back to this, mm -hmm. and then you know, kind of a back and forth. Andrew's on. What's up? No, I did not get anything cool for Prime Day. I'm a oh, very good person. Oh. I'm stoked. My I'm, wife does the prime thing, not me. So I'm totally hooked on the. I got a curved monitor for work, and now I'm like, I can't. I have like this bank of like three ginormous, and I'm like, this is, this is obscene. And oh, the curved monitor, man, it's where it's at. Prime day. Wait, prime do we have a link for that? No. Okay. Oh. Um. Debbie, what do you feel? Feel well, I mean, you've got a list of uh, folks in your harem, so I'm sure you can just select something <laughs> else to go to. Going? Where's the I, picture? Do you have the picture? I don't. I need the picture. Oh, oh I know, right? I, I need to make a new one. I keep uh, saying that, and I haven't done it. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Once things are over with, I just you know, go back, rewatch my favorite Marvel movies and DC movies. And I do plan on doing a rewatch on some of the Marvel TV series, mm. especially um, Falcon and oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I haven't, you know, I, I love oh, yeah. Lucky. 
But yeah, that Star Wars, uh, yeah, it's pretty much all I do. I read Star Wars books. So, like I said, I'm a hermit. I don't go anywhere or do anything. So, Zane, what do you fill that time with on a Star Wars note? On a Star Wars note, so nothing else Star Wars wise. I usually I'll rewatch Rebels because yeah. I I love it. Uh, I usually I have reread the original Thrawn trilogy about three or four times now, as well as the new timeline one. I love them both. Other than that, I mean, Star Wars wise, I really don't. I'm I'm kind of preoccupied watching anime. Uh, I've been getting into One Piece, and that's. Uh. Is that yeah. just because the movie came out? No, that's because my roommate has like forced me into watching it. But it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. <laughs> You're like, whatever. Whatever. Hi, Biscardi. Hey John. Woo! Dude, yeah, moonlighting on with, uh, I, this is totally not Star Bruce Wars. Bruce Willis but... and um uh, gosh, what was her Sybil name? Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd, yes. Yeah. Dude, that's yes. Show. Yeah, 100%. Um, there that. is a... Uh, I'm going to put this in the chat. So I wanted to hit this. Is it going? I don't know if the link will go. There it goes. Maybe and I'll share my screen too. So our, uh, our partner affiliate here, Ripped Apparel, if you click that link, I have a Merry Christmas Sithy hoodie uh, that if you click this... You'll get that little Clicking tiny it. discount. I, is it not sharing? Of course it's not. No, no, I got it. I'm, oh, oh. yep, there it is. I clicked it. Okay. Uh, I'll screen share it to you just so everyone out there Merry can see. Sithmas. Like, oh my God, of course. Merry Sithmas. And my son knows I hate these sweaters and I hate wearing them, but I do because <sighs> everyone like, That's a oh, Dana, Star Wars is funny. That's not a hoodie. That's a jacket. It's a zip jacket. It's got like, a oh, zipper. That's a, that's oh, a, that makes it even that's better. That's not a hot dog. It's yeah. a sandwich. Wait, what? I would wear that. I would wear that because, I mean, the hoodies are fine. Hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> the hoodies are fine. They're all well and good. But when you get into like, like okay, I'm outside and it's cold. And I'm going to go inside. And then now I'm hot and I want to take my hoodie off. But I got to pull everything off and, and then and then the hair you know, yeah the, you mess yeah. up the hair you pull your shirt up not meaning to and or you know <laughs> nobody you needs just to don't for that. two years oh yeah totally good on yeah that, that was that was pretty <laughs> empire strikes back, empire strikes is a back christmas is a movie, christmas movie. no run. die hard was a it christmas is, movie. as much as narnia is <laughs> yes die hard is a christmas movie so is iron man 3 <laughs> It, what it takes place at Christmas time. I did add that to my There's Christmas that. movie list. Iron Man three, oh, Die Hard, and Iron Man three, and there's some other ones in there. I have a uh, Die Hard two. <laughs> I have a, a a new way. Apparently, I got some feedback that I don't do transitions into segments well. Okay, so this is a transition into a segment for. <laughs> For those of you keeping score at home. Very trendy. We're moving into HollowNet highlights now. 
wow, that was the country. Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> <You're in Texas. laughs> you got with that right there? Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, we're going to talk a little about Ahsoka in the finale because Balin Skull, which I did an article about, I'm actually in the middle of a Kylo Ren, Ben, ben Solo patricide article. It's freaking awesome. I can't wait to, to push that out. But uh, Balin, shameless plug, Balin, uh, which we talked a little bit about in every episode, I think. Um, <laughs> at the end of Ahsoka, if you haven't watched the final episode, the finale, just mute. If you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? Um, Live action drawn. Wow. It, uh, it was amazing. And at the very end, there's this scene with Balin looking out. I don't have the picture. And they show this kind of ginormous statue-ish into the mountain. Uh, just Argonaut. It's the, the Argonaut. first thing that popped yeah. into my head was, oh, it's the daddy and the kids, which Fuck. we totally talked about on episode, on December 5th, the Darth Treya episode, I don't remember what episode number, it's like nine or whatever. And Debbie was like, you know, kind of think this is what's going to happen. I swear, were you in the writer's room, Debbie? Because you called it perfect. Just, what? I mean, what led you to that anyways? She's just smart. It's like, I don't know, man. Just... Uh, the, the one occasion I was actually smart. <laughs> she, she, she's been, she's been calling Mephisto since uh, WandaVision. So, you know, eventually she's got to get one right. I'm going to get, uh, yeah, I'm going to be right. Mephisto will pop, well, it'll happen yeah. once, but. No, I mean, honestly, it was amazing. I, I, I was like, that's, that's, that's exactly what that is. Zane, what did you think? When you saw, oh, wait, I hope you saw that. I didn't even. Ask. No, I did. I did. I did. That <laughs> <laughs> was my favorite Whoop. character in live action. Of course, I'm going to watch it. Who? Thrawn. Thrawn. You should know that. Anyways, I thought it was. I knew was, that. Exactly. This guy See, gets I'm paying it. attention. <laughs> I thought it was crazy because not only did it show, it, it, it didn't show the sister. It just showed the, or the daughter. It showed the father and the son. Where the sister was was gone, and I don't know. Her head was think, gone. Her body was yeah, there, but but they were. It, it just seems like they were hinting at it the whole show with um, the few episodes before with I don't remember what the owl's name is. Morai. Morai, because yeah, yeah. Morai was there as well, and that I know mean, she was really connected with Ahsoka, so. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I, that's a that's an interesting point too about the. Uh, head at least of the sister being gone i don't know if that's do you do you guys think that they may have had um some more planned for balin and that story arc or do you think that they were intentionally leaving it that way the death was just a coincidence i think they had already finished I think they uh, filming when he passed away mm -hmm. because yeah, there there was an interview with him on some red carpet. I don't know if it was like a premiere or whatever, but they they were asking him about his character and you know they were always trying to get you know well do you know where your character's going blah 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 you know and he was like he goes it's such a great character he goes he but I don't even know where they're going mm. with Abeloth. it. I'd be Abeloth. And see, I've oh, said wow. that too. I think I said that in yep. one of our Cantina shows or something. It, it was, I think it was the I think it was the finale, the Ahsoka finale. Yeah, because was. she was 
originally the mother until she got banished. Mm -hmm. That's a great piece of story too, just storytelling um, within the Clone Wars, that, that arc within Clone Wars. I remember being very captivated by it and then seeing it really took me back to God dang it, dude. I mean, and this is the Lucas way of kind of tying everything back and forth. Um, and I think Filoni has been very intentional on a lot of this. And, and I wonder, and I, maybe this is out there. Does he have himself a little tiny continuity stat, you know, on the side? That helps him uh, honestly, to- I'm going to say, I'm going to say he might, but, and we, we mentioned this probably last week in the, in the canteen happy hour, there was an interview with Sam Witwer where there, they were doing a, uh, what was it? They, they, oh, they were having a, a table read, I guess, for the Clone Wars. And, you know, he was there and uh, they were doing they were going to do this one scene where Anakin and um, Padme saw he had a dream where he introduced Padme to his mother and said, you know, this is my mother. This is the girl that I'm in love with, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, basically it was going to be an, and it was just like this real heart touching scene. And Sam Whitworth in the back going, uh she met Padme before in episode one. They oh. they they ate together. They stayed in the same house. They watched a pod race together. They know each other. <laughs> and Dave was like, and then oh, Ashley Eckstein was like, I've never seen anybody out geek Dave Filoni. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. So tentatively, maybe, but but we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. So the question becomes, you know, there's definitely more story there. Is it a going to be story told via novelization or is it going to be some spur of Balin recasted? I know Debbie is all about recasting Balin. I I still think it's going to be a hard sell for for me to recast him. I mean, I'm not going to argue with them if they recast them, but it's that's you you're really going to have to he whoever gets the the role is really going to have to sell it and make me believe and say, "Okay, this was the right choice. This was this was good cuz now we're doing what we need to do." Yeah. He was very good at portraying what I I didn't know what to expect, right? When we saw all the dark side, oh, there's a new orangey, and they're not Jedi, they're not whatever. The, uh, speculation aside, he was just a badass portrayal of this character that was written well, really well. Also, uh, I, I always got to go back to <laughs> how the character was written because, I mean, that's that's a part of it. And Filoni's done a, a hell of a job, I think, in that character development, and. Ray did it, man. He killed it. Uh, that has got to be one of my new favorite Sithy dudes. Dark side. Wait, no. Uh, what did Dark Jedi? No, not no. False uh, Jedi. False Jedi. False Jedi. I think somebody oh. called False Jedi. That's cool. Thrawn which did. is better than which is better than Gray Jedi? So, oh, I hate that. Gray Jedi. Oh no, it wasn't Thrawn. It was uh, when they were at Hera's. Uh, uh, court martial thing, and uh, gosh, what's his name on the council? The, the oh, monkey. 
the douchebag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, that dude. I can't think of his name. Where he was like, meh. And then it's like, hey, Leia says, oh. Jedi. Okay, False everybody. Jedi. Zeno. Uh, Zeno. Oh, yeah. Z- it's X-I-O-N-O. I can spell they, it, but I can't say it. <laughs> if they recast Dumbledore, then they can recast Balin. It's in the, the chat here. That's oh, what I yeah. said. But, but I'm looking at it, too, thinking... If you're going to recast Dumbledore and you can recast Balin, why didn't they? And I might ruffle some feathers on this. Why didn't they uh, recast Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther? Because there would have been an uproar. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat with uh, Ray Stevenson where I'm like, that's going to be hard. After years have went by, though. A lot of people are now saying they they should have recast. Well, yeah, after they saw Wakanda Forever, they're like, "Oh, yeah, we probably should have done that." <laughs> um, that might have been what, a bad. That Wakanda might have been a bad thing. Bozeman Forever. That's a great segue, you guys. You guys are great at this. All right, here comes the next. told you you were bad at transitions dark side oh because i never would say and i would just kind of change the title <laughs> we just keep talking and so i had some feedback we don't we don't have that issue debbie we just we go where the wind takes us yeah i don't see a need for transition um but he the, has segments see i get it makes sense i'm trying i'm doing my best <laughs> I just want to stay on the channel. No. So, I mean, no, I do. I mean, no, I'm not worried about losing a spot on the channel. So, Darth Rev. Darth Revan. Man, okay. So, I can't believe that you made it, Zane. You were like, oh, I don't care what's going on in my life. Darth Revan is Darth Revan. But, I mean, I hope you're not missing out on an exam or something like that, man. What are you missing out on? I know. Can you even hear me? Are Sorry, you... my Wi-Fi was cutting out. Oh, okay. What are you missing out on kinda... to be on the show? There you go. Try it again. What are you missing out on uh... to be on the show? <laughs> you don't want um, to know, Dad. I have an Overwatch tournament happening right now. Oh, oh man. I'm missing my Overwatch tournament for this. Dude. Aren't you Lucio God? I mean, you're fine. Like we have, is that where, uh, not Cantina, what's the, uh, Geek Gauntlet talks about gaming and stuff, right? There you go. You got a collegiate esports, uh, Overwatch player right there for the game. I have my jersey somewhere behind me. Oh, you got, oh, it's like, like, like legit, then not just, uh, I'm sitting around screwing around on my Xbox kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah, I have a jersey somewhere. Oh wow! I also love watching him play because I've played with his his buddies. Uh, Ag- Aqua is one of those. Uh, Ag was one of those. I I think I played with that time only the one time. They only <laughs> they only had me play the one time. <laughs> but you know, I yeah. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I, I 
here's the, see here's the thing is I bought a PlayStation Four when Battlefront came out. So PlayStation 4 had been out for a while. So yeah, I know. And I bought it because of Battlefront. And I got the limited edition Darth Vader PlayStation, which was cool. Of course, you've got to get that. But then I get Battlefront and I'm like, I downloaded it and I'm getting ready to play it. And it's like, we're sorry, you can't play unless you have a PlayStation Plus account. And I'm like, wait a minute. So now I just dropped dropped all of this money. And now you want me to pay even more for the privilege of playing your game? And so I was like, whatever so i that was in like november and then at christmas time i got christmas money i'm like you know what i'm gonna buy a year i'm just gonna get a year and we'll we'll see what happens and so i was able to play and i had a buddy of mine who was who had been playing we got on and we're like okay we're gonna play this game and we got into this group and we're we're you know we're fighting and everything and the guys in the on our team on the group said okay here's this guy over here just stay away from him don't even go near him. Just stay away. Well, it was, I don't remember what the game was, but I ended up running up behind this guy and I saw him and I was like, oh, there he is. And he doesn't see me. And I've got a great shot. And I pulled out this bazooka and shot him point blank in the friggin' head. And he turns around with a pistol and pops me <laughs> once. And I was dead. And I was like, what the crap? And they said, this this guy has been playing this game since it came out. He has everything. He's got all the skills and everything else. And I'm like, well, that just takes all the fun out of it. And now you're stuck with a year subscription. <laughs> and now I'm stuck with a year subscription to PlayStation Plus. And I didn't want. Some one dude always buy a pistol. At least he didn't like pistol whip you. Do you know how many Legos a one year pers- uh, subscription to the PlayStation Network would would have bought me? A lot. <laughs> Goodness. One or two. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, we derailed quick on that. Uh, Darth. <laughs> sorry, Raven. sorry, sorry. King of gaming. No, <laughs> great. Uh, I remember having my old Xbox, and Kotor was just amazing. I thought I have them oh, here. My God, I, I PC. Do I have it? I have both you, of them here. You the my you have you have the ones that your, I have? your no you didn't have Kotor one by the time I got to them. But I have the second one that you had. What do you mean I didn't have it? I don't know. Remember, you just just didn't have it because I got the first one for Christmas. Yeah, I will say this: they're on. Uh, if you go to gog.com, they will they will sell you a copy for. It's, a, it's like a it's like a streaming copy. You don't even have to. It's not even a physical copy. I think so I got, got it on Android. I think I have the first one on my phone. Yeah. And then and it was wonky. I, like, I hated playing it on the phone. Yeah. But usually yes, we didn't play that game it. for the wonkiness. We played that game for the for story. The story. We it played so it for the ability to choose our own adventure. If well, you will. and and this was this was too this this was something completely new and different for Star Wars because this dealt with something that was not the Skywalker saga. This was something, this was like, oh, this is, you know, almost 4,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. So I think it was, what, 30, 3,900 and change, something like that, before the Battle of Yavin. So it's like, well, this is a completely new era. This is not going to have Yoda in it. This is not going to have any character that we know in it. This is going to be completely new, completely different. And I think that's what appealed to a lot of people. And so, what? Hold on a 
Sorry, my stepson turned on his LED, and when he does that, it makes mine go into music mode. So every time I talk, it blinks at me. Okay, we're good. Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and 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 I I think when they did that, uh, new you in the universe, a new galaxy, if you will, it was. Man, they came out with a bang. I mean, the the characters that they had, the story, the deep story. Uh, you, you'd want to play it multiple times because you wanted to see what might be different. And uh, not only it wasn't like, oh, so if I made this decision, it's bad. You wouldn't even know for like, you know, two hours later before your decision was like bad. Uh, which is perfect for a podcast like mine that talks about <laughs> making decisions and how they impact things down the line for businesses. Except for um, except for that one part in KOTOR 2 where the droid is trapped in the hut's uh, hmm. storeroom and he's got to get out and you've got to know the code and you can't find the code anywhere. And it's like you that that was the only part I've like, I got to go online and find this code because I don't know. I don't even I'm, I've looked everywhere. I got nothing. I'm stuck. You know, you could always choose to let him die. Well, yeah. <laughs> an option. Uh, but so, like, what we saw characters, Revan, um, Malik, etc. We've talked about several of them already on this show. Um, that you're right. We had never encountered characters quite like that before. And uh, it wasn't real superficial. Oh, this is the bad guy. They, they made it really feel is is it bad is it good what is he doing why is he doing it and uh when you look at revan especially i mean come on he was he was a badass man destroyed uh one-on-one -on -one with mandalore all right i'll step out if you guys want to chat about that that in and of itself he was um yeah well he fought in the he fought in the mandalorian wars i mean he was he was part of the, uh, you know, we're we're seeing this a lot now with the uh, the Mandalorian TV show, where it's like, oh, these are the 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 wizards that we fought against, you know, many many moons ago, kind of thing. And that was what that was was that the, the Jedi were fighting the Mandalorians. So, and Revan wasn't uh, like he was trained well, but he had something in him that made him bigger and badder than all the other Jedi around him. Um, and I said, he took on Mandalore one-on-one and beat him. No one, no one ever did that in all the history, thousands of years of Mandalore, nothing had ever happened like that where, what, so when, when he said during fast forward, the Jedi civil war to say, all right, uh, there's some BS happening here. Who's going to follow me? Um, well, you, you kind of took on Mandalore one-on-one -on -one and beat his ass. So I think I'll, yeah, I'll follow you. Um, how, how does that impact you guys, though, like from a leadership perspective? When you look at someone like Revan, I'm sure you've had those folks in your life, whether it's been a boss or, or family member, someone you look up to that kind of stepped in, did some badassery, and you're like, oh, I'm totally going to follow. Like that's what I'm looking for in a leader in in someone to to follow the 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 problem the problem i have with that and i and i've i i've seen it from afar and so in my personal life i just don't um 
new book about Revan. After the Revan book. Revan I've got. Really I think good. I've got it actually. I need to sit down and read that one. But um, the uh, the, the I've I've seen it from afar, and so I I try not to place too much into it. Is yes, there can there can be somebody that is just completely, as you say, badassery, and you're just like oh. But the problem is, is that person is going to do something that you're not going to like, that somebody's not going to like, or that's going to cause him to to fall. And you've placed him on this pedestal at this point, and then he's fallen off of it, and you're like, but you were so cool. What happened? You know? Uh And so it's like, I'm I'm always like, yeah, you're cool now, but what are you going to be like in 20 years? You know, know, 10 years from now, what are you going to do? You know? So that's... it's. Kind of my, a good example. Big Bang Theory when they did uh, when Howard and Raj made uh, footprints on the moon and they did the Facebook page and they're like, oh, we've got the we've got the one follower and he's a fan and he said we rocked and all this other stuff and so they cyber stalked him and everything and they ended up finding out where he was going for coffee and they see him in the coffee shop picking his nose. They're like, <laughs> oh no no. So it was like it's something like that. It's like. Oh, he's just so cool. He builds motorcycles and restores old cars. And oh, he plays bass. Oh, he's awesome. He's the greatest guy. Oh, my gosh. He's picking his nose. Yeah, I think uh, that's a great point in, in history. We can see uh, I don't I had an example here of uh, JFK, but I think for a little bit different reason, um, he was very charismatic. He was certainly people loved what he was saying and wanted to follow him. Um but he had his shortcomings too. And, and I think that there's a a line and maybe what is that line, right? Like where do we look past the shortcomings of someone because they're human, they have their own desires and drive. uh, But knowing that maybe for the better good, um, they can still make decisions that can benefit us as a whole. Like how do where's that line in in between uh, one's personal morality um, and, their business persona, so to speak. I mean, it's not rhetorical. We can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough one, though. I don't. I don't know where that line is. I, the the thing is, is with when you look at someone and you look at their personal life versus their business life. If you like what they're doing in business, kind of thing, you're like, oh, this is my boss, and he's doing. But he goes home and he beats his kids and he cheats on his wife you know that 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 you see that and you're like that kind of carries over and then you start looking at him at a different light in the work setting and you're like well this is why this is happening for him this is because he he knows how to manipulate the system and get away with things so yeah and i think revan is a good example of that uh he he had his his plan and he and he wanted things a certain way but uh ultimately i think we talk about it a lot that power corrupts and you yeah i think you got to be careful who you're putting in your sphere because malik and him were great buddies they we talked about it on the malik show um and revan ended up taking his jaw uh, <laughs> um but i he was think, talking back what do you want <laughs> what do you, I, I told him <laughs> Dude, just I just need this trash taken out. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I take your jaw. Uh, <laughs> you gonna talk back again? The, uh, 
but but to that point, right? Like, and still, even after taking his jaw, they were buddies and partners for a while. Like, I just can't imagine being in a situation with anyone, uh, you know, no matter how much I look up to him, um, even metaphorically taking my jaw, taking my speech, telling me to shut up, that I don't know what I'm talking about, um, just for, for maybe confronting them about a business decision that I disagree with. Um, I know that I've had bosses that I could not have those discussions with. Um, I would hope that you all have leaders that you can have those discussions with. And I'd love to hear a story about that. Anyone. Zane, you don't even have a job. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I, I get paid for doing stuff. Oh, you don't not not when you're digging holes in my house. That's no, it. no gigging. Oh yeah, gigging. That's yeah, job. I mean, I can give you an example of uh, you know I had I had a boss that kind of swooped in, uh, really thought he he had done a couple of great things in his past, and of which I appreciated, and was looking forward to his tenure at my organization. However, I soon realized there's a reason that this individual every two years was hopping around, uh, still giving it the old college try and doing my best. That individual I got out from underneath as soon as possible. So I think on the outside, when, you know, I, getting it back to Revan and Malik, Malik was his best buddy, right? Uh, and then Malik beat him. And, and, I think when we've talked about in the past shows about our sphere of people around us, being able to trust people, being able to, to have people support us, don't we still have to be a little careful about who? <laughs> well, <laughs> who and, and, and really that, because you've got to think, the, the Revan and Malik story, all of this predates even um, Bane with the, the rule of two. And in fact, Darth Bane kind of took from that from what Revan and Malik had set up. And um, yep. so, so yeah, you, you want to be careful who's in your sphere because, you know, there's one to have the power and one to crave the power. So, and that was, that was what was going on. I mean, that's what, what was happening. One had the power and one was craving it. So you either kill your master and you become the Sith Lord or the Sith master or your master stops you and kills you and gets another apprentice. I mean, I would think that this is a safe space. So, you know, I, I would absolutely say that you, even, even your boss, you got to keep close, but, and I say a safe space cause I don't think my boss is watching. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. I'm gonna find uh, him on Facebook and say, "Look what he's boss. doing." Uh, just kidding, my boss. We get along great. Uh, but, but, but seriously, um, have you? You need to be able to know who your who your master is within the realm of and scope of your org. Uh, but, like, is your goal to usurp them? What What's your goal? To learn from them or to to take them over um what in malik's case and then i think a lot of the sith lore it's just we hang out we learn what we can and then we kill them and become the master um i just don't know that to, in today's 
2023 business landscape that was the way it, it, we've seen Mad Men and these other shows, you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross, all these older movies, man, that where people just kill each other to get a step ahead. I don't know that that's the way it is now. I don't. I don't think it's that way. I think more. I think that's the way it is in the movies, but I think in real life it's more of a. All I have to do is outlast you. You have to retire. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to retire, but by that time, I've learned enough from you, and I've been kissing enough butt elsewhere that when you retire, I'm moving up into your job, and I will have your job. You know, not not necessarily. I'm going to kill you so that I can have your job, but I will have your job. And I would think that Debbie is absolutely a Sith in this respect. You said uh, butt kiss. I just can't imagine Debbie kissing anyone's rear to get ahead or what. Oh yes, that's great because like that's not who I, I don't think Debbie is. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. And I, I trust nobody. And do you feel Nobody. like you had those bosses, though, that maybe anticipate or expect some level of, I don't want to say adoration or whatever, but some level of, hey, I'm your boss. And oh, yeah, all they them. all do. Yeah, they all do. But I, I, I'm i old enough and been around or been on Earth long enough that I, I trust nobody. I don't care how nice they are because... If if it comes down to me and that person, they would definitely throw me under the bus. And I have no interest in having their job because there's too much politics in it. Mm. You know, you gotta kiss somebody's ass. You gotta, you know, you scratch this guy's back and maybe they'll scratch your back later. Yeah, I want no nothing. Quid nothing. pro quo? Isn't that sexual harassment? <laughs> Can be. Okay. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And and there's, I, I think norms versus rules versus laws are so are so they move they're dynamic I think to a point. But speaking to what you're saying, I, it, there's there's nothing with there's nothing within the realm of me ever. I just couldn't imagine, okay, yes, boss, while gritting my teeth. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. If you have to do that, maybe you're not in, maybe you got the wrong boss or you're not in the right, right spot. Um, would you consider, oh my goodness. I guess I've you, never been in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider right now like- being in, like, so, so like for Revan, like, how did he know, like, he was in the right spot with those folks? And, with the team around him. How do you know, right? Uh, Because would he have been successful in the Mandalorian Wars with a different group of Jedi around? No. Would he, the dark Jedi or the Jedi that came over during the Civil War? No, he wouldn't have been successful. All those folks are successful or help him be successful. Now, that was a lot. Um, I, I think about though, the coup that can occur in, in our orgs because to your point, Debbie, I'm not going to kiss nobody's ass. Well, neither am I. And if none of us are, and we have a boss that is expecting that, what happens? Do we do? Does everyone just finally break, or does that boss leave, or? 
do individuals say F you and leave? And uh, I, I've done the latter where I said, you know, I mean, something happened at work and I had had enough because somebody was getting away with stuff and, you know, yet I was the one getting in trouble and getting blamed for it and I had nothing to do with it. So when they called me into the office and they wanted me to sign the little form saying that, Oof. you know, I agree, blah, 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 blah. I just like, you know what? Uh-uh. F you. <laughs> I'm not signing anything. I walked out of the office, drove back to the office that I was working in and gathered all my stuff, sent a little email saying, as of today, I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. And then quit. they were on the phone calling. Well, we didn't want you to quit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? You, you, you know, you, you value the asshole employee more than you value the person who's here every freaking day and doing more, going above and beyond what is required of her job. But yet, I get treated like shit, and you know you're elevating the crap ass employee. So I quit. I need to know how recent this was. You're very passionate about this, Debbie. Um, three years ago. Oh, remind me never to piss off Debbie. Yeah, <laughs> I could have told you that. Oh, you- <laughs> no, I no, you're absolutely right. Like those. Jer- mm. Like you can't expect me to to be invested in in what your vision is if you're gonna treat me like garbage, and mm-hmm. and expect and yeah. What was this? Mimelic. Oh yeah. I well, mean, in 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 his uh, <laughs> in his arc, Malik's arc, you know, Malik comes back around. Great point, Agua. Uh, Malik comes back around and and he has a moment and yeah man uh, oh we got Shield Maiden here I had that happen said I wanted the director <laughs> that's that is a Karen move and I love it but that's that's a you know what though it, 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 here here's the thing is because I've been listening to a lot of Am I the Jerk podcast on everywhere just because it's I can turn it on and listen those people are nuts. And they deal with a lot of crap, and they're like, they're looking at it going, oh, well, cue my malicious compliance, and I stayed with the company for three more years maliciously complying so I could make my boss look like an idiot. And I'm like, for three years? Are you, you know, crazy? You know how much self-improvement you could do in three, three years? weeks? <laughs> three weeks, that would have yeah, limit. You know, I have some TikToks where I talk about power and <laughs> allowing people and things to have power over you and that if you you let someone have power over you to keep you in a job for three years, whoo, you got bigger problems than that boss. Just saying. I'm well, sorry, it, David. It, you weren't saying that was about you, man, right? No. We, we can oh. talk after the show. I am a certified leadership coach. We can talk. No, my big one was I worked at a, a taco place here in Texas. And um and this was God, this was 20 some odd years ago, but I was a shift manager. And one of my duties was to, when the drawers got too full, you do a pull on the drawer, you pull out excess cash and drop it in the safe. Well, one of our assistant managers was there 
And I did a drop. I was working on the drive-thru, and I did a drop, and I dropped it. And she comes over, and she opens up my drawer, and she goes, where's all the money? I said, I did a drop. It's in the safe. Don't you ever do that without letting me know. She said, that that is, I'm the one in charge here. I do it. And I was like, but that's one of my duties. That's what you're paying me to do. That's one of the things you're paying me to do. No, don't you ever, ever ever touch that money in there unless you're taking it from a customer and i i mean i i said you know what here's my keys i'll see you later and i walked i literally i walked that night i was like you're not gonna yell at me like that i'm sorry so but again that was god 20 plus years ago bosses will make you leave in a heartbeat man and and I think for for Revan, one of the, it wasn't just his charisma that made people follow him. It was his by, lead by example. It was all the things we always talk about on these shows, right? That he encapsulated what it meant to be a badass leader. Yes, he had some shortcomings. They all do. Um, when it comes to not just having the charisma, but the actions to back it up. Um, Take I keep going back to the Mandalorian Wars and whenever he took on Mandalore, um, rallying everyone in the Jedi Civil War. He just was a very charismatic leader that stood behind what he said and, if necessary, would drive in by himself. And I, I know that we could look back on our own uh, professional and, and have that one professionalized and have that one, at least one leader. I really only have like two that I feel like would be Revan-esque that would be like let's go not you go (laughs) but but that let's go do this leader um yeah anyone want to share about a a let's go leader i mean i know know. saying you could say your father is such a great (laughs) yeah yeah i was gonna say uh, didn't want to clog up the channel <laughs> yeah, Where are my boots? Are, are you saying we should get our, our boots on? Because get a little deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I can. I, I told you, I'd never lie, Dad. And so, oh, <laughs> <not> gonna... <laughs> oh, oh! My father taught me never to lie, so I shan't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So. When I was reading, because I, I don't play, and so I had to read up on, on Revan a little bit. But he reminded me so much of Sidious. Mm. Because, you know, Palpatine, he was the charismatic senator from Naboo. You know, he, he stepped up to save the day, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> and when the time is right he lifted the hood and removed the veil and and yeah. built relationships and rapport above just manipulation he built influence, influence. thank you yes. son god dang it I remember that. boy well Revan <laughs> Revan did that too and I'm probably yeah. speaking out of I don't know where in the timeline that happens but he manipulated people in order to get the right person in power wherever that was i i never i didn't see where there's not a you know there's not a real good i couldn't find real good information it's like i had to go to like four or five six seven different 
places mm-hmm. and you know depending on if you played the game you know of course the game you get to make choices but then the book well, you know it, it goes a totally different route and then i'm just like in multiple mediums though because even half of his story half part of his story is on what star wars the old republic that the old, yeah yeah the, uh, uh, it's from when he gets movie. out of the when he gets out of the prison to when he dies yep and yeah that's when you run into the revenites and all of that within Ooh. the game too that's and a whole other yeah with this force ghosts and everything yeah yeah, it was so very I, confusing. I was like, I, I'm never I gonna make up, sense on this show. <laughs> I looked up a thing on YouTube to where it was like the uh, the complete Revan story, because I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go listen to this on my drive home. <laughs> and the the first one I clicked on, I because I'm driving, I'm just like, oh yeah, there's one. And he kept going and going and going, and I'm like, what in the world? And I looked down, eight hours, eight hours. He was talking about this. I'm like, whoa, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Find me one that's like 45 minutes. I'll be fine. Give me the well, Reader's Digest version. I don't want the novel. He must have been going behind the scenes stuff. Or oh yeah, it was a lot of lot of uh, lot of lore there. So that that's a great segue. Thank you, uh, Darth Zane David. So we're moving into Corbon Corner. You know, I was trying to do voiceovers on those, and I was going, Corbon Corner, Corbon Corner, Corbon Corner. And I was you know what? I'm not a voice actor. I'm just going to leave it blank. blank. Do, um, do it. Zach, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what this was, uh, what our Corbon Corner was. But uh, what I wanted to get into was talking about the whole – why? Why hasn't Disney said we are going to do live action Revan? And my theory, and I'm going to preemptively fill your heads with garbage, is that they're deathly afraid of effing it up. You know what? Nobody would be happy. You'd have people uh, who would love it, and then you would have people who would hate it. Well, kind of like it is you, now. So, and 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 we've <laughs> we've mentioned this on our show before, to where you could take if if Disney had said, "Okay, we're going to make sequels, and we're going to do the Heir to the Empire trilogy. We're going to do the Thrawn trilogy. We're just going to go with that because it's already written and people love it." And you could go word for word, action for action, in a script, and people would still be pissed off. <laughs> Because, oh, well, you left. Oh, that's not the way I saw it in my mind's eye. So that's not the way. Oh, this was supposed to be a mountain covered in snow. And you've got just a mountain. It doesn't have any snow on it. What's wrong with you? And he left out when he went to go eat dinner or something. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know. He he came out of the toilet then. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. He didn't use wouldn't. He said would not. Yeah. He said exactly. He had no contractions in his speech. What's wrong with you? (laughs) So yes, it doesn't matter. You, I, I can, I can. I'm gonna add to your theory. Yes, one, they're totally scared of screwing it up. But two, Keanu Reeves isn't done filming John or filming the John Wick movies, and he wants to be completely open for that. So they, they haven't got Keanu on board yet. So. Do you think he wants to? Has he? Been- I don't know, but he's You're killing perfect. me, David. Um, he's perfect for it. He needs. Yes, he uh... is. Yeah, the only he movie I know he wants like to come back to is Constantine. 
which I'm all that. for. Is it good? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. It's all right. <gasps> I know, right? I know. Well, and and Keanu <laughs> Reeves, I just can't imagine any anyone being <laughs> like he. Everything that we know from the games, like he's just he was perfect. It was and, like and that could be dangerous too, right? Is uh, that the perfection in oh you're the guy and then what are those expectations that's got to be tough too for any actor it's it's almost like um and back in the late 90s when they when they announced hey we're making an x-men movie there was such a roar of you have got to get patrick stewart patrick stewart has got to play professor x there is no one else on earth that could play Professor X other than Patrick. Well, and Star Trek was huge at the time. Next Generation was sure. huge. It was on the air. Everybody That's was serious. was in love with it, and it was like, yeah, he's. I mean, he's the perfect choice. You had the X Men cartoon show, and him and Patrick Stewart were like, they could have been twins, and it was like, of course, yes, Patrick's. And when they finally came out, and said, hey, guess what, Patrick Stewart, and everybody was like, woo, yay, Patrick Stewart. So I think the same thing is going with Keanu and and Revan there. So. Um, yeah. If you look I, at well, if you look at Thrawn though, I mean, as much as Benedict Cumberbatch lookalike might have been really good, Mickelson. Okay, sure. But Mickelson, Mickelson was perfect. He had the voice. He had the attitude. He just was <clears throat> Thrawn. He was. I mean, I was listening to or I was reading up on an article by the guy who does the Audible. Uh, like readings for the Thrawn books, and even he has talked to Mickelson and Zon about how he's supposed to use all these elections. Well, my my so, initial fan. Ca- I mean, in that I, case, they literally. I'm not mad about they, they had an actor that was perfect. It, in, in my mind's eye, because of a lot of the book covers, and we're talking the original book covers and some other stuff. Jason Isaacs. Those book mm. covers look like Jason oh. Isaacs. Yeah. And so that I was like, that's who needs to play it. Am I upset Mickelson is doing it? No. Because Mickelson but, was Mickelson was thrown in Rebels. I was about to say, I find myself mm-hmm. closing my eyes when he when he starts talking. Like I'm closing my eyes <laughs> imagining clone or uh, rebels. Thrawn, 100%. I don't even have to imagine it. It's almost like they they kind of meld and congeal into the same thing, and it's just like, it's glorious. It's, oh. That was the, my my opinion, that was the 100% perfect casting. They, as far as, you know, if Rebels being what it is. You know, it was like, we've got Rebels as it is. Fine, we need Bickelson back to do Thrawn. To do the you know, and then uh, I heard a lot of people. Oh well, he looks so old, and it's like, well, it's been he, it's yeah. been a long time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I think in Ahsoka, he's like in his seventies or something. Yeah, it's been like twenty. <laughs> some, I think we pegged it around twenty years. Do we even know how long Chiss live? They don't live that long. He's coming to the end. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought they, they talk about it in the uh, Chiss Ascendancy books. They should. Yeah. I loved it. I I thought he was a good cast. I think, uh, yeah, I could have seen something different, but it he is Thrawn, I guess. For for a lot of folks, he is Thrawn. Yeah. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Not 
not your daddy's Thrawn, but but if you think about <laughs> Thrawn, it was a Thrawn about, we grew up with. That's right. Um, <laughs> you think about Revan, and you think about the longevity of that story. Do you believe it still holds? Like, do you think they'd have to change anything in the story the way it was written that it wouldn't hold today? No, I think it's fine the way it is, and that's mainly because it happens before the Star Wars as we know it. It happened so far back in the past. A again, it would be it would probably be very well received. Thinking, well, this is new Star Wars. This is something new that we've. I mean, it's not new, but this is something yeah. we've never seen before. It doesn't have to do with the Skywalkers and anything I mean, like that. So. People have been begging for this for a year. I have been begging for it for years, mm -hmm. you know, because I love the Bane uh, book series. Mm -hmm. And I, I read the uh, Revan mm -hmm. books, too. And so it's just like, you know, they're, you know, they keep talking. Well, we want to get away from the Skywalker saga. Well, OK, go back 4000 years. Yep. I mean, they kind of went back and, you know, they're doing uh, High Republic, but. It's it's Jedi. I want Sith stuff. I want dirty, gritty, That's right. gory, badassery Sith stuff. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> yeah, and I going back that far, I think if you're about ready to turn over another generation of potential Star Wars lovers then you need to come up with something that's going to be their own, just like for every other subsequent, they had their own group of three movies. So why not go back and tie it all together to show that Palpatine wouldn't have even been able to do what he did had it not been for Darth Revan, which led to et cetera, et cetera. Darth Bane, which led to. So I, I think you're exactly right. Not only have fans been clamoring for it, it, it can happen. I know that Disney's afraid, but I think they can do it. Maybe you focus more on like Shatil, Shan, and, and that set where Revan just is not as. He's I don't more, like, like well, he's, he he's off doing this over here, right? And then we just see Revan for a minute in a scene or two. Then you don't maybe. I don't know. You so see what Teal I'm is like 300 years after him. That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna kind of yeah. do the, the back Malgus being the villain. They're still continuing his story on Swator. Like they've been releasing DLC. Yeah. I mean, I think if they're going to do Old Republic, as much as Revan is good, I think they should really do a story with Satil, Darth Mar, maybe even do the Revan DLC for that game. Yeah. Where you can it's, bring in the in history. My thoughts, from it was more of a and, yeah, you would do uh like I don't want to say flashbacks, but you're going to bring him in for like scenes, like, and just show mm -hmm. this is what happened. These are things that occurred that is causing what, like I said, the Chateau Shan era was, it, you said 300 years. I don't know what that exact mm -hmm. time was between Revan and them. It was around. So the Alkalite, when, what's the time frame on that? Doesn't that, it takes place sometime before. I was about uh, to go look up my article that I've had written for about three months that I the sky <laughs> I, I believe that's gonna take place before the Skywalker saga. Yeah. I just oh yeah, know. yeah, that might be High Republic. End of the High Republic era. End of the High Republic. That's right. It's yeah, yeah it, it it starts at the very end of the High Republic. So there you go. Vegas. 
that ta- well, what's that? Two hundred years before uh, Skywalker. I thought it was. Oh yeah, I think yeah. High Republic was two hundred. I want to say two hundred before, because Yoda is around, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Five hundred BBY to one hundred BBY. There you go. So a hundred years before. Yeah, it ends. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think they need to go way back and just you know let's let's see a lot of stories on the Sith. I mean, yeah, see, I, I want to see Mandalore the Great. I want to see the the Mythosaur, mm. and not just a little tiny here. glimpse of a Mythosaur. Not yeah, not just his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, oh, I got I got one more thing to. To go over, or do I? Oh, so uh, we didn't talk about Revan um, and his issues with the council. So, so the council, uh, in many aspects, we brought up uh, a lot, and I want to get your kind of closing thoughts on their role. So, there's there's a point within the arc where he is essentially brainwashed. I mean, you can tell me I'm crazy, but they brainwashed him um, mm-hmm. because they were afraid of him. Um, and again, without preloading your thoughts, I mean, this is the same sh- stuff I talk about. The Jedi are just, they're not who think they are, man. From <laughs> my point of view, the Jedi I'm are like, evil. Well, I'm, am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You didn't have to say it so whiny like Anakin, but I am I wrong? <laughs> you know, the oh, Jedi, he sounded good. I'm not. But, I mean, they they. Uh, uh, I'm trying to read because I, I left my notes at work, of course. But um, I was thinking somewhere in my notes that the council, much like with Sky with Anakin, they they kind of failed. Revan, and I think this was even before he turned. I think uh, mm-hmm. as a Jedi, they and I don't remember the what the reasoning was, but you know there was conflict there, and I was like, "Well, geez, this sounds like uh, Anakin all over again." So, yeah, the Council. Mm, I don't know what the hell their problem is. And I appreciate, like, okay, we're not just going to have one or two people, you know, making uh, a decision on things. But it seemed that there was, we all hear groupthink in business. Like, it can be helpful at times, but most of the time it's terrible. And and that's 100% what has happened in every instance that we've been shown where the Republic gets in the way of itself by way of the Jedi doing some stupid stuff thinking for the greater good um i know our, our don't want to get in trouble our own government does things right every, every government thinks sometimes they're doing stuff for the betterment of and it doesn't end up that way and i think the the worst part of that uh, decision making is in the end not owning it right the council never owns their mistakes until it's too late and you've got yoda in exile (laughs) at that point it's too late but you know what though and i wish cam was here because i need him here because 
Luke Skywalker changed all of that. And I'm going to, you know, he went into The Last Jedi and everybody was, oh, my Luke Skywalker wouldn't do that. And it was, Luke looked at it. And if you watch Luke, you know, he says, and I, I, in a moment of desperation, I drew my lightsaber and all I saw was a scared kid. And so in that moment, he was thinking the greater good, greater needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And sorry, I had to do a start. Wrong, wrong I know. Wrong I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dying over here. <laughs> but anyway, it's okay. uh, but, uh, but he stopped himself. He was like, I couldn't do it. You know, it's, you know, who am I to make that call? Who am I to, to, to do that and he even said so much to rave and he was like you know the, the council they they were so high and mighty that they let darth sidious and darth vader rise to power and they didn't do anything about it so not my luke skywalker bullcrap luke knew what he was doing luke mm-hmm. luke had said all right we're gonna we gotta we gotta stop the bleeding as it were and we brought up, I think, uh, two shows ago, we were talking about Kodak, and it's the exact same same Kodak. No, like they didn't make the, sh- the shift, right? They didn't change. They didn't move their vision. They kept blindly going down this path and ultimately to their own demise. And the, the, story of Kodak, same thing, right? That dude went and did other great things. Well, you F around with Revan and you found out (laughs) that he he went off and did great things, big, huge things without you. Um, If you want to be in in an org that doesn't appreciate you or that treats you like that apparently Debbie had a bad experience a few years ago, don't stick around, man. You know, know your value, know your worth, and get out of there. That's what Revan did. He knew what his vision was, and he wasn't going to reach it there with the council. So he went and did what he had to do. Can't wait to talk about his redemption arc next week. However, this it's almost, it's almost like Balin's doing the same thing though, too, to where he's like, yeah, the the Jedi Council, they're they've got some good things going for him, but so do the Sith, and I'm kind of walking the line in between the two of them. Yeah, he, he misses the idea of the Jedi, just not their weakness. Mm-hmm. And not the meme that was posted earlier, guys. I Never missed mind. Me. Yeah, it was in one of our meme, Star Wars memes. Balin misses the old order. And yeah, anyways. Uh, so, so, yeah, everyone's going to be Googling that right now uh, or going to Facebook. <laughs> so, Everybody go to Facebook and look it up. Yeah, right look it up. Look up here. Look up. Uh, <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you all for joining tonight. This was fun. I uh, was a little nervous. The The two guests I had um, had commitments. This is what happens when you have some friends that are in theater. They just always have other things to do besides being with you. Uh, but thanks for joining tonight, uh, Debbie and Darth Zane, David and Zane. I want us for episode two, if you're up for it, I want to try to have you all and like, I want to have like a six, eight kind of group yes, to yell and scream about Darth Revan was good. Darth Revan was bad. There is no good or bad. It's all a matter of point of view. So 
from a certain point of view. That's right. Um, anything we need to promote? I know we have tons of promote because we have five billion shows, and I don't ever know them all. And I'm glad Cat's not on anymore to yell at me for not knowing them all. But we've <laughs> talked about a couple already this evening. Uh oh, no. Okay, Agua. Great pot. Oh, you too, Agua. Thanks for joining, man. Appreciate it. And maybe one day you'll let me play Overwatch again with you. So, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, so, next show we have tomorrow night. We have not. Uh, not, not tomorrow, Thursday night. Uh, Thursday, we have Cantina Happy Hour. Yeah, I'll be going over Mando uh, Season 2. Friday. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, that's right. Oh, such Don't a good tell such my a good wife. such a good character, such a good actor, such a great episode. I got I was I picked up the the uh pop figure. What's his name? Ca- uh cat Cobb Van. Cobb Van. Uh, pop vinyl. And she's like, that's not Timothy Oliphant, because I had the helmet on. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it is. I don't want that. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I don't know. What are what you know you, what they what would you do with the other one? They yeah. they never did make a Lego character for for him, oh. and I was very disappointed. And man, I went out and I bought a Boba Fett figure, and I pulled the arms off and did I put a neckerchief on it, and then built a little the little pod engine that was his oh, his bike. I was like, I'll make me one. I may I may put that on the show on Thursday. Say, maybe look if I, I did. It, they'll call me and say, design this for me. I've had those dreams too. David, yeah. I've had those dreams too. <laughs> That's cool, though. Can you not? Do you not have it right there? You can. Uh, give me a second. I'll get it. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now he's gone. Are you for real? <laughs> that is. That might need an intervention. He's he's making his own Legos because they didn't make them. Oh my goodness. I mean, I love you, Dave, but. Whew. All right. But yeah, he's like mean, a little Lego addiction. <laughs> and, and it's great. So Cobb Bain. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is. He's back. There he All is. Right. I'm back. So. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Oh, I've got him holding. The... So here's the. Whoop. There he is. Oh, oh that's yeah. Really he cool. got a red neckerchief <laughs> on him and everything. That's that is awesome. Now you just need to get a, a plain Lego head and, and just paint. And some hair. Yeah. Then I did some, uh, the, uh, the little, on it. Oh the little, my the little pod engine that was his uh you know he had the the speeder bike that was the the pod engine from the awesome. from the Anakin pod so David you, awesome. you are on this show you do not have to watch it back and listen to what was said while you were gone because I take <laughs> it all back that's pretty freaking cool <laughs> Oh I will <laughs> This is, you know, this is why I need to talk to Dave Gramillion. I need some headphones that are like Bluetooth. So when I walk away, I can just walk away with my headphones. I can still hear what you're saying. No one else has fun. Gramillion, if you're watching, I want some Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> oh, my cheeks. Okay. So next week, we're going to do Dr. Evan Part 2. We're going to talk more about Electric the Redemption Art Peace. Um, and we'll see what else we talk about. But yeah, we're trying to get everyone back. We're going to get hopefully even more. It'd be fun just to have a big old Revan party, man. Revan's just God, chock full of so much, so much stuff. Oh, that was a lot. Oh my gosh. I think this might be the longest episode. I keep saying that every episode. We keep getting longer and longer, but 
I'll take it, man. It's so much content. fun. That's all. I love hanging with y'all, man. It's so fun. And Zane, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. You can get kicked off that team. They're going to take that jersey away. <laughs> nah, they can't do it. I already paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. It's mine. <laughs> good luck on your gi- or, uh, break legs on your gigs. And good luck on. Oh, I can't wait to see you. I'll see you. We'll have uh, some, maybe some Pete Terry's. Pete Terry's burgers, baby. Pete Terry's. Yeah. On yeah. Saturday. Oh, and my daughter, she watches from time to time. She's getting married in two weeks. I'll be in Oklahoma for that. I can't wait. Any, oh, you'll be there too, won't you? See you there. Going I was going to say, so at least you'll see him in two weeks. <laughs> I'll at least yeah. see him in two weeks. But we'll live, you know, we live like an hour away from each two, other, two, but then we'll meet hours. each other in Oklahoma, say hi, and then we'll just. <laughs> Blended families. What are you going to do? Two hours. It's great. It's fun. All right. Um, Debbie, thank you so much. Super fun. Darth Zane, David, thank you. And thank Zane, you thank for you having again. us. Absolutely. Anytime you guys want, and again, we'll get the crew back. Uh, oh, I didn't say uh, Mondays is MCU Mondays. Saturdays is, uh, don't say it. No, I just said it earlier in the show. You have all everything. It is the Geek Gauntlet on Saturdays. And then we got sabers and captain's logs or captain's log and captain's sabers. logs and lightsabers yeah and i don't know when that show is that's uh that that, that it comes out once a month like once a month once a month it, i think yeah sometimes and then, and then um war of the stars war of the stars these that's are now, those, those two are podcasts so those two are not like live shows like we're doing here those are like strictly podcasts and so is the eyes of the child no, I think the eyes of the child. I don't think it's that's, a live. I think it's a pre-recorded. It's a visual. It's a pre-recorded. Okay. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm mentioning those every time. Absolutely. Hobby Hut. Hobby Hut's on Friday as well. Hobby Hut and the Lego build stuff. Well, it's 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 Lego builds and miniature painting and there's All two or together. three doing kind of cool stuff with it. So. Cool. cool. And then so like Cam. Uh, oh, I think Cam in focus. Yeah, I think he plans on coming out every couple of weeks, every every two weeks, because I think he was doing it like once a month or something like that. But I think he's wanting he's to doing, step it up and do it every two weeks. So. Speaking of Timothy Oliphant, he's doing uh, a bit on uh, he's doing the Hitman movies. Mm, and so right. this was the the first one, I think, had Timothy in it. So that's the one that's up right now. So cool, cool. Any articles or anything coming out? Anyone? I need to. I've got one I need to do for. I was at Cowtown Comic Con. Yeah, that How was, was it. It was a lot of fun. Um, one of the a, a lot more of the uh, of like local artists and and guys just kind of starting up and getting their getting their stuff going. I got this one, Orphan Bloodline. He's actually got a Kickstarter for issue three. It's really cool, good stuff. The characters in it you can easily transfer over to like tabletop role playing. So awesome. I'm gonna try and get an interview with him um soon. Okay. Orphanbloodline.com. Go check it out. It's good stuff. Cool. Uh anxious Angie, if you if you are watching, uh we do need to sync up. I'd love to have you on the show. She had asked me to jump on her show over on TikTok. Um, she had, I can't remember his name, but a, f- a former Lucas 
arts uh, individual that has been co-hosting the last few weeks. I was like, oh my God, yes, let me on there. And then you guys come over here. Um, yeah. uh, she's great. Um, we share content on TikTok. So follow her, Anxious Angie. A uh, little, little promo for you too. Um, yeah, what a great show. Thank you all. And uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. We'll do Revan part two next week. And God, till then, remember, kids, peace is a lie. There is only passion. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to exit this only once this time. Let's see if I can do this. this. Oh, wait, I got to hit end stream. I don't have to hit outro. I just hit end stream, right, yeah. Dave? Mm -hmm. Yep, just hit the end stream. Peace is a lie. There's only passion. Oh, God, I hit it twice. Yeah.